If if no one's there, does a tree make noise that falls in a forest? <laughs> uh, wow. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor Recap listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I am good. Good to be back in the Toi. Yes, we are in Ottawa right now visiting my parents. And I am not wearing jeans for a reason. No. And you are wearing a very cute t-shirt. What's going on with that? Oh, yeah. I bought it at the mall. <laughs> and why don't you tell our Shandys what size that t-shirt is? <laughs> it's kids extra, extra large. <laughs> I really wanted the shirt, and it was sold out in grown-up sizes. Very anyway. cute. So, Andy, any housekeeping before we get going? There is some housekeeping that needs to be dealt with. <laughs> there was quite a misunderstanding in the last recap. Okay, and he's like a to bone to pick with some shandies. Yes, the air must be cleared. Okay. So, I know that Percy Sledge wrote When a Man Loves a Woman. <laughs> <laughs> what I said was, that was his song, meaning that was Michael Bolton's song that you think of Michael, Michael Bolton when you think of that song being sung by Michael Bolton. I guess the, what they're saying is how would Percy Sledge feel about I, that? I understand that I may have not chosen my words perfectly, but I was singing <laughs> Percy Sledge's version of When a Man Loves a Woman when Michael Bolton was literally like, I don't know, was he waiting tables? What was he doing before? Okay, I don't know. Like he wasn't even famous. Like I know, I know it's Percy Sledge. Okay. I know, how could, how could they think? How could you think that I, I wouldn't know? I'm not 21 years old, I'm a middle-aged man. I know who sang When a Man Loves a Woman and I know that Michael Bolton was not the originator of the song. I am offended. But I forgive you all. It's understandable. It was a misunderstanding. You were really upset about this. I was. You were like, I feel so misunderstood. How could the Shandys think this about me? Well, that me? was what I thought. How could they think it about me? Yeah. How could they think I wouldn't Meanwhile, know Meanwhile, I'm going to admit, I did not know that Percy Sledge wrote Men But that's when okay. Man. But did you think that Michael Bolton wrote Men When a Man Loves a Woman? I wasn't even sure. I mean, okay. a lot of these artists have someone else writing their songs. Okay. I, when I think it's just like their song... Like, um, I Will Always Love You. I Will Always You, Dolly Parton. But Guns I would and Roses didn't write Knocking on Heaven's Door. It was Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan also wrote All Along the Watchtower, which made Jimi Hendrix famous. I can go on forever. Yeah. My point is, is that when I said it's his song, I meant it was his, like his, the song that he was like, yeah, this is my song yeah. for me. Hey. When you hear Michael Bolton singing When a Man Loves a Woman, you're like, oh, that's the Michael Bolton's song. <laughs> you don't say like, oh, that's the song that Michael Bolton wrote. And I, that's the only person who ever wrote that song. I think the gist here is that to call a song someone's song, that's very subjective. I misspoke. And I, <laughs> and I apologize for that. But I just want to make it clear there was a misunderstanding. But, but okay. So you're apologizing for misspeaking, but you expect every Shandy who was yes, like, Andy, I, yes. I'm correcting for you. For my one apology, I expect tens of thousands in return. <laughs> Actually, only about a dozen. I would say around 40 about to 50. 50. Yeah, but, but, a lot the, of people came after you for that but one. But that was 50 people who wrote in. What about the thousands who didn't, who were like, ugh, this idiot. Oh, oh, you were so upset. You know what I've learned about you yeah. in general from being married to you for so long? I've learned that you hate nothing more than being wrongfully accused. Yes, it is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Not even a pet It rises above peeve. Mm -hmm. It's like it really affects my soul. You know what mine is? Being condescended to? Yes. <laughs> All right. Bachelor, episode three, season 28. I enjoyed this episode. As did I. Yes. Shall we get going? Yeah. So there's the cold open. We're not going to talk about the contents of the cold open, except to say that there was a drama 
in it and we're not counting it because as far as I'm concerned, cold opens are not part of the content no, of the absolutely. show. Absolutely. We've, we've established yes. that from long ago. Cold open and preview. No word. Watch. I'm only putting it out there because I think that it might be a heated word watch this week because there were a lot of dramas. Yeah, and very few correct guesses. Yes. And there were actually a few guesses that would have been right had we yeah. included the first drama. And correct. I know those people are going to be pissed off, but rules are rules. <laughs> so we pick up in the mansion with Autumn. I have to point out Autumn in this scene, she's wearing like yoga, a matching yoga set. And mm -hmm. she's talking about how excited she is about Joey or whatever. She looks so much like Claire Crawley in this scene. When I saw her sitting on that sofa in that room, I was like taken right back. Huh. You know, sometimes like you'll smell something or see something and it takes you right back to memory. I saw Claire sitting, I saw Autumn sitting on that sofa wearing that outfit talking about Joey and I, I was brought back to the Bachelor oh, Mansion wow. in that scene. Wow. Yeah. Well, did it feel good? It didn't feel bad. It's like a real memory lane moment. Yeah. It's a big uh, transformative moment for you. <laughs> Jesse arrives and tells them they're the 18 women who made it through and therefore who Joey can see a future with. Yeah, <laughs> he should move to Utah. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> Slow burn. Okay, so going on this first group date are Edwina, Kelsey A., Lexi, Allison, Medina, Krissa, Leah, Sydney, and Maria. And they go to a theater with a marquee that reads Mrs. Wright. And Joey explains this by saying Mrs. Wright means the perfect person for him. They just fit together and it feels so right. You know, I've been thinking my whole life, I'm like, what does Mrs. Wright mean? <laughs> and finally, I know. Joey reveals there are ladies who will be joining them. And someone's like, permanently they've seen this oh, show before Come on. uh but no it's askin from golden bachelor so april susan kathy and mm. nancy you're asking we're telling they were smart to brand themselves that way of course because if i were another woman like sandra for example like yeah. why wasn't sandra there because she wasn't part of askin i mean they would have to bring sandra back just to fart <laughs> all i'm saying is She's that farting <laughs> i feel bad for sandra no really i do <laughs> <laughs> She's farting. Yeah. Asking, you're asking, I'm farting. They reveal this will be a pageant with a live audience. Nah. We've seen things like this before. I've I'm, enjoyed this. I mean, Maria's impressive. I, 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 they sh they showed some stuff there. That was Maria, right? All yeah, that stuff. Yeah, she was, yeah, doing? She was doing full blow flips where your like head gymnastic. like goes at the bottom and it doesn't hit the ground. Yeah, like was it hands free? Hand oh, that's a better way of saying that. Yeah, hands free <laughs> flipping. Hands-free cartwheel? Yeah, yeah, more like that. That, to me, like... Unbelievable. If someone said, like, the whole world is going to vaporize in six months, mm -hmm. they vaporize. Yeah. It's just going to be gone. Humanity will never have existed. And someone said, all you have to do is a hands-free cartwheel. Uh -huh. Wouldn't even come close. Would you attempt it? Yeah, I would go to the number one hands-free cartwheel teacher in the world. I would just pay... I would take all my life savings. They'd teach me how to do this. No chance. Six months, the whole world vaporized. All right. <laughs> okay. Glad we covered that one. Okay, so there's a Sunday chill loungewear category. I thought this was cute. Uh, the question and answer and then talent. The main person of note here is Lexi because she gives such a gold star answer when she's asked what Joey's most attractive quality is. She says that, yes, he's so handsome and whatever, but it's his heart, his sincerity. He's so genuine. He remembers the little things you tell him. I do think that those are all true. Yeah. But I also think that she got lucky with that question. But she also hallmarked it in. I mean, come on. She's not reinventing the wheel. No, it was a very predictable answer. Yeah. I mean, she would really have to really drop the ball to not answer that correctly. Yeah. And then in the talent, 
Edwina writes and sings a song a cappella. Which was great. I thought, I mean, this is so ballsy what she did. Yeah. I was really impressed. A cappella. And she was pretty much in tune for the most of it. And Sydney does a rather cringy cheer. I got to be honest, this is what happened there. She thought that was going to be a showstopper. And then when she realized it was embarrassing, she made believe like she was kind of joking about it. Yeah, she says, it's funny. When she sits back down, she says, I think we can just end the talent show there. I think she was making fun of herself. She was, but she was making fun of herself having known that what she did was a bomb. Oh. I think she thought, she's like, oh, I'm a cheerleader. I'm going to fucking nail this. Oh, so she's like one of those people that tries something and then when it doesn't land, she's like, oh, I was joking. Yeah, she's the kind of person who covers up for something they thought would have been good, but then wasn't good. Uh -huh. And then they cover up for it as if they knew it wasn't going to be good from the beginning. So Lexi, I mean, Lexi really almost saves Sydney, I think, the embarrassment, because she goes up and she's like, in my 30 years on this earth, I've learned that I, my talent is kissing. Hmm. And then she has Joey come up and she kisses him. The ladies are, uh, you know. I mean, I would have been pissed. Really? It was cheap. It's funny. Lexi is such a mystery to me because in some ways I think she seems really serious. Mm -hmm. But then she'll do these sort of jokey or like off the beaten path things that I'm like, was that your idea? Like, what made you choose that? I, like, this seemed out oh, of character. So you think for production her. is trying know, to funny her up? Not, it's trying to give her personality. I don't know. Like the time she did the painting thing, the watercolor yeah. thing. Even that, you know, it was like, oh, it showed us her sense of humor. But even that felt like out of character for her, and this felt out of character oh. for her. But also, I don't know her, so maybe I'm the one who's formulated an incorrect impression of her. Yeah, maybe the edit has, has confused you yeah, about her personality. She, but I agree, there is kind of a little bit of a dissonance between the the serious Lexi and the playful funny like yeah yeah and joey even says that he could feel her lips quivering oh. so she had a lot of nerves doing that like that's a pretty ballsy thing oh, to so do. so in other words she's not the best kisser in the world <laughs> maybe the quiver is the magic sauce you think michael <laughs> jordan's quivering when he's shooting the final shot for the <laughs> world championship okay so the winner is lexi which ruffles a few feathers in the evening we hear edwina say that she felt someone who put actual effort should have won the crown and you agreed, Andy. I 100% agree. Edwina's always on point. I have to agree with that. Everything Edwina says is right. I am a huge Edwina fan after this yeah. episode. I liked her last week, but this week I'm like, yes, girl. She's that narrator that you're like, thank you. Thank yeah. you for injecting yes. reason into the situation. Yeah. Lexi has her one-on-one -on -one time. Meanwhile, the women are talking about Lexi. And I don't really think this was shit talking. I want to get that out of the way. Because it kind of turns into Sydney, of course, being so loyal. Sydney yeah. loves talking about how loyal she is. Sydney says, I have a lot of confidence. I'm not afraid to be on stage. Yeah, I was bummed, but at the end of the day, Lexi's my girl, which is enough awesome. with this. Okay. Enough already. I love how Edwina pounced on this. She was like, You say she's your girl. I'm friends with Lexi too. Yeah. And Sydney's like, I just don't want to be talking shit. And Edwina's like, we're not talking shit. Like, I would say this to Lexi's face. They're not talking shit about Lexi as a person. They just feel that she didn't deserve to win having not really put an effort into a talent the way a lot of people you had. Know, my question, why is Edwina the only voice of reason here? No one wants to speak up because they're scared of Sydney. You know why they're scared of Sydney? Yeah. Because Sydney is a bully. <laughs> You're uh, giving away how you feel, Andy. Oh, We're not there I'm yet. I'm getting very. I'm. I'm a little heated about Sydney, so I may. I may. I may jump. The I gun. mean, this episode with Sydney. Holy crap! Yeah, I thought. Imagine. I thought Jess sucked. I know. <laughs> 
Jess is peachy keen next to Sydney. Oh, Sydney superhero. is frustrating to watch in a way that I haven't seen in quite some time. Oof. She is one of those people that... You want to scream at the TV. Yes. That's why Edwina standing up to her in that moment, I really appreciated that because the default I actually think would have been like, Oh, never mind then. Yeah, we're not talking shit. Didn't mean to, blah, blah, yeah. you know. Sydney is very aggressive in advertising her loyalty to other people and shaming other people. When, frankly, I, this was not shit talking to me. No. There's a very low bar, once again, similar to Maria being like, Medina's not old. It was fully undigested food talking. It wasn't even close to the intestine. <laughs> So Lexi's one-on-one -on -one time, this is them talking about how effortless it is they make out. And then Kelsey A, she says she doesn't love a lot of attention, which we enjoyed. I agree, too. I don't think she's just saying that. Oh, I believe it, too. Yeah, some yeah. people say that, but they do like it, but they say they don't. Yeah. She doesn't like it. I <laughs> he, believe her. He praises her for being comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. There's something there that feels so right. She agrees they make out. Montage of time with Edwina and Allison. And finally, Maria. Maria says this was a hard day for her. It wasn't in her comfort zone to do that. And she, I love this. She really, to Joey's face, she's like, you know, it was a little weird, like, we all put a lot of effort in and yeah. had this been a kissing contest, then sure you validated the right thing. But and Joey was quick to be like, oh, it wasn't just the talent portion. No, she put him on the spot and he deserved it. Yeah. And I also love, though, that it wasn't confrontational. No, she, she was, was just stating like, hey. the fact she knows how to talk to someone about a disagreement. Yes. Without being a bully. Thank you. Yeah, I agree completely. I thought that he also handled this really well. Like he yeah. didn't get defensive. And he was in the wrong. I thought giving giving Lexi the win was was not the right move. And and I think Maria's 100% right. This once again this felt a little produced to me. It, it did. It did. It felt like he was he was force-fed this and he did it yeah. and maybe he regretted it. Yeah, I also think though that it possibly hurt Lexi at the end of the state. I'm not saying that she would have gotten this group date, Rose, but I think it sort of kicked her out of the running for it because Maria said this. Mm -hmm. And not because I don't think Maria did that on purpose. I just think that it wouldn't have been a good look on him to have given this group date, Rose, to Lexi. I agree. And I think Joey, if there's one thing we're learning about him, he's very considerate. Oh, yeah. And that is a huge compliment. Yes. That's one of my favorite traits in a person. I'll tell you, Joey's a real gentleman. At least he's portraying a real gentleman yes. on the television. Yeah. And now Medina, this is funny. He's like, you alluded to there being some something in the house that was upsetting. Mm. Now's the time to share it if you uh, want. Yeah. And she seems resistant. And he's like, okay, I just want to be a safe space. And she's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> she's like, well, it's about my age and how someone saying that she's not old was not validating to her. Honestly, it's, it's so hard ridiculous. to even talk about this without it's laughing. It's laughable. It is. Like even that sentence. They're not validating her belief that she's old when she's 31. <laughs> Good. You should be psyched yes. that they're not validating that. Yeah. I That's just, not a feeling that should be validated. This is so kid glovey. Are we? She is insulting everyone over thirty-one. Well, and I don't even really think it's Medina. I almost feel that Medina. This is all to me. This is Sydney. Sydney stirred 100%. this pot. No, I'm not blaming Medina. Yeah, yeah. Medina, Medina's sort of like a. She's a she's a B character. Who, yeah. Who's, she's a B villain. Yeah. She's not even close. She's, she's like she's used. like an extra. Like we said last week, she's been used. She's a foil. Yes. For this stupid argument. Yes. But there's nothing less bullish than telling someone, no, you're wrong. You're not old. <laughs> 
Like, I wish when I was a kid, I would have dreamed of bullying like that. I know. Dreamed of it. And there are some semantics here because Medina said that she felt bullied. And then Maria is like, who did you call a bully? She says this later. And Medina's like, I didn't call anyone a bully. I said I felt bullied. And Maria's a little like, Mm, oh. Like how how is the assumption no, no. then not that the person who you who made you feel bullied a bully? Right, but also let's not validate everyone's feelings. Not everyone's feelings are validatable. <laughs> You're in a funny mood today. I love it. I'm a little riled up. You know what? It felt good. It felt yeah. good to relish tension that didn't feel completely manipulated. You know what I like about this? Sometimes in this show, there's a villain, and we clearly have a villain now. Yes. I don't care what anybody says. I know. Yeah, we know ironically, who the is. she thinks she's the victim. Yeah. But what works, what is good entertainment, and I'll take it, even if it's manufactured, I don't care. What's good is when you have a counterbalance to the villain. So Sydney is clearly the villain. Yeah. And Maria is clearly the hero here. Uh-huh. And that's what works because you can actually root for a team. In the end, Joey asks, if Medina would name the bully and she says she would rather not say, I give her credit for showing some restraint here. And now we get word watch one with Joey saying, I'm not someone who loves drama. And now we are back at the mansion where a one-on-one date card arrives and it's for Jen. Mm. Mm. That's not surprising. Yeah. Back on the date. We have to talk about Word Watch 2 here because it's the same line of Joey's saying, I'm not someone who loves drama. But because it did fall in the episode proper, we yeah, are we are counting count. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was Word Watch 2. And Joey now gives the group date rose to Kelsey A. Andy, you were stoked. Yeah. I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. You really think it's Kelsey A. No, I don't think she's necessarily winning, but I think she is she is right up hey, there. I, I don't think you're a unique snowflake. For no, I know. I, I was just saying. <laughs> he closes by mentioning the bully thing to the group. So after Joey leaves, Medina owns this and includes the word bully or bullying here. And what ensues is an extremely irritating exchange oh, between Maria and mostly Sydney. And I'm not going to go through it line by line, but I think a key takeaway from this exchange is Sydney calling Maria a catty person. Mm-hmm. And Maria says, why am I a catty person? Yeah. And Sydney says, you are catty. That's all. So no context, no explanation, no reason. Just you're catty. I've decided it is so. That's problematic. Rid me of Sydney. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Rid Mar- me of her. Maria says, you can't just say that. Give me context. And Sydney's response to that is, I'm happy with my character. I stay true to myself. So so this is the thing. You, you, <sighs> we talk about narcissism a lot. Yeah, I'm, say, I'm she, always hesitant to throw I'm that I'm hesitant, word. but I'm going to say no, it right now. She's traits. displaying yes. narcissistic traits. Yes, where she cannot not be like at fault. Sydney is always the victim. Yeah, she's projecting everything else. Oh, I did something? You know, you did that. Oh, specifics? No, I'm just going to say you did it, and I'm going to say it in a way where I'm 100% sure I'm right. Yeah. So who could possibly question yeah, it? Yeah, and if anyone does question it, that's when she's like, I'm exiting this conversation. Yeah, yeah this because you're so space. toxic and yeah. hostile, and you're bullying me, and I can't possibly. The fact of the matter is, Sydney has been a bully her whole life. And this I don't is, know about that. I like to always keep it in the realm of this show. We don't know what she's like in real life. Maybe this show's I don't care. Up. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Sydney's been a bully her whole life. She knows the skills. She's an artisan. Mm. This is classic reversal. Mm. This is what she does all the time. And then she accuses other people of being a bully. And then some stupid friends of hers come to her aid and they're like, oh, I'm sorry you were bullied. And she's like, nice. <laughs> okay. 
I've seen this movie. We have a long way to go. Ultimately, Sydney says she's done being attacked. She's done being in this negative environment. She's leaving. My favorite part is she's like, and anyone who wants to join me can. And yeah, no one joins no her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one joins her. She leaves on her own. Here we get Word Watch 3 with Maria saying Sydney's brought me into drama that can affect my situation with Joey. And that brings us to the next day. We see a hidden camera conversation. I always pay extra attention to these when it's not, you know, the U-shaped formation, the, the two girls sitting side by side facing out for a girl chat. Like these girls were like leaning on cushions. Like clearly they were not fully aware that this conversation was being picked up. It's between Edwina and Star. I love the shock on Star's expression at the idea that Maria could be a bully, considered a bully. Yes. And you know what? Once again, all you have to do, if you question, if you're like, oh, you're being too hard on Sydney, or oh, maybe Maria is a bully, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is listen to Edwina, because Edwina is always right. Yeah, they all appreciate how straightforward Maria is, and... We even see an interesting clip. I thought this was of note because I think in the old days, we might not have been shown this. We see Medina and Maria sort of in passing in between the living room and the kitchen, hashing it out. Yeah. And they agree they're good. And they almost like, yeah. they, I think they do a fist bump or whatever. Yeah. I think Medina honestly feels a little bad about what she did to Maria. I agree. As a matter of fact, I think she's scared to do a reversal in front of the group because she's scared of Sydney. And why is she scared of Sydney? Because Sydney's a bully. Everyone's scared of Sydney. It no is. one speaks up except Edwina. Edwina has balls. Yeah. <laughs> I like balls. <laughs> Team America. It was interesting here how Maria is like, okay, we're good. And Medina's like, okay, but I also want it to be good with Sydney. I'd like it if the three of us sat down. It's like she, it wasn't enough for her and Maria to just be good. She needs it to also be good with Sydney. It almost felt like she's deferring a little bit to Sydney. Yeah. It's like it can't be fully good until it's also good with Sydney. It almost felt like she felt a pressure to provide the same loyalty to Sydney that Sydney has so performatively shown to her. And for Medina to fully forgive Maria without Sydney approving, that would be a betrayal to Sydney's trust. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like Sydney has created this, this circle of loyalty where she's got her girls back and they'd better have hers. Yeah. But she's not a bully. (laughs) somehow not a bully she's the victim okay so now jen's one-on-one date they chat on the beach they marvel over their level of comfort together they toast and she teaches him the seven years bad sex thing when they they toast and she's like no you have to look me in the eye seven years bad sex and he had never heard of this and andy also didn't okay so admit it to the show i I thought it was seven years bad luck no because seven years bad sex makes no sense like why would you still be in that relationship if you're having seven years of bad sex I mean, you must, unless the, it's a great mental Yeah, but the whole point is that it's you. You're the one that didn't look someone in the eyes when you toasted, and therefore you are the reason why the sex you're having oh, is so bad. Oh, you, so you have sex with multiple people in seven years. It's all bad. Yeah. No matter who you have sex yeah. with, it's going to be bad sex. Something like that. Oh, I get it. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm dumb. <laughs> anyway, I was amazed that Joey didn't know this. Less amazed that you didn't, if mm, I'm honest. Mm. He basically gives her a surfing lesson here. Very cute like chemistry between them. Yeah. There is a kiss captured by the GoPro on the surfboard mm-hmm. that had me swooning. Oh, yeah. Where she was on the board and he was encouraging mm-hmm. her. And mm-hmm. they just have this really natural kiss in the water. They may have forgotten that they were on camera. I think they did. That's why I loved it so yeah. much. Like, I always love those little secret moments yeah. captured. Super cute. It felt very authentic. I like Jen. Me too. That's chill. Jen has the same chill as Joey, 
If they just bond on chill, she may be going places. Okay, in the evening, she reveals she's been in a few bad relationships in the past, and she's worried she'll never be loved. She opens up about her upbringing now. Mm -hmm. Her parents' relationship was not good. And in her ITM here, she says she never knew what a loving relationship even looked like. Oh, wow. What I appreciated about, like, I feel weird, like, nitpicking like the delivery of someone's quote-unquote sob story but I really appreciated how natural this conversation with Joey felt and how the editors filled in the blanks with things she had shared in an ITM meaning I don't think she went in with like her talking points you know it's almost like they had to fill in the blanks with other moments she wasn't just ready to go with her rehearsed mm -hmm. quote-unquote sob story very natural and she says that her dad slept in the basement for six years Whoa. and she, I forgot that part yeah that's intense yeah and she felt unwanted by her dad, never felt truly loved. Her relationship with her dad deteriorated to nothing, and he is not a part of her life anymore. Mm, sad. And with Joey, she says she can see what a good person he is. It's something she's looking for. She's ready for that. They make out. Mm -hmm. I am such a big Jan fan. Yeah. And it, I, I feel weird saying that right after the quote-unquote soft story. But what I like about her is that she's really positive and bubbly, but also very down to earth she's got like a really good balance of being kind of like a chameleon a social chameleon in my opinion yes and she's cool i like the way she just doesn't do all the overreactions to everything yes you loved that so they go outside where there's this incredible drone show unbelievable yeah and that's like a low budget drone show drones are incredible Wait, you think that's low budget? No, I'm not saying it's low budget. It's uh -huh. not like some, you know, some kid in his basement did that. I'm saying that that's like easy now. Really? Like, have you seen like the Super Bowl drone shows or like those drone oh, yeah. shows in China where they have like the Olympics? It's yeah. insanity. Yeah. I mean, I was impressed by this drone show. Yeah. They really nailed the logo. <laughs> the logo was unbelievable. <laughs> not one. You'd think one drone, like the wind would blow a little. It would be yeah, off. No. It's perfect. Well, so we loved how when it said Jen... And she's like, oh, it's my name. <laughs> will you accept this rose? I love how she joked, you know, is it going to say, will you marry me? She jokes about this. We loved her reaction watching the drone show yeah. because it felt very relatable to me. You often see a contestant be like, oh, my God, and like sort right. of screaming and like laughing and all these things. Jen was just like. Yeah. Like she almost looked a little embarrassed. It was extremely relatable. Absolutely. Very down to earth. And to be honest, she's my dark horse now. And I have a feeling I know me. I know my faults. Yeah. And I just I just am afraid of change. Like I want to stick with my top four. And uh -huh. I have a feeling I'm going to regret not putting her in my top four. So basically what I'm doing is I'm giving... A prepackaged I told you so down the road for when Jen goes far that I didn't put her in my top four because that's the way I am from a personality okay. perspective. But you're basically being Sydney by pretending that oh, what you were doing yes. was a joke. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Thank you, oh, God. my wife. We spend too much time together. Okay, very cute moment when the Bachelor logo shows up and Joey's like, that's me. That was cute. <laughs> Lots of tasteful making out here. And now it's the next day. Group date number two on this date are Caitlin, Autumn, Rachel, Daisy, Evelyn, Kelsey T, Star, and Jess. The date card reads, I'm done playing singles. And they meet Joey on a tennis court where they are joined by tennis superstars, James Blake and Pam Shriver. Yeah. I confess I did not know who either of these people well, were. But well, I... Pam Shriver is like a legend in women's tennis. Okay. But James Blake was, I like when I was watching tennis, I used to watch more tennis back in the day, but uh -huh. I remember he was- You don't have to hold back for me. I love watching tennis. Yeah, you... we should watch more tennis. Yeah. I really enjoy tennis. Yeah. I like one-on-one -on -one sports, all of them. But James Blake was a big deal. 
He was like one of those stars that just almost made it to the stratosphere and then fell off. Okay. Yeah, he did really well a couple of years, then he kind of never quite fulfilled what everyone wanted. I mean, wanted. he made it on The Bachelor. And oh. that's all you need. What more do you need? Very cute that Joey was the one fangirling over them. Yeah. And they have a, a big tennis lesson now. And then Jesse arrives to say there will be a tennis tournament. This was definitely a sort of variation on the pickleball tournament mm-hmm. from Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Except they went even further by giving them funny costumes. I thought this was cute. Yeah, it's different. Lots of puns ensue, as you mm-hmm. can imagine. And in the finals are hot dog and bun versus lobster and butter. And then lobster and butter, aka Evelyn and Kelsey T win. I don't know if they seem to win anything. No, they just won glory. In the evening now, Caitlin has one-on-one time. She tells Joey about this family curse where all the women in her family are single. Yeah. And Joey says that she's surrounded by strong, independent women. I thought this was a really cute reply. Like he asks questions and then she reveals that, you know, her mom doesn't want to give up her independence. That was a perfect reply. Yeah. He's like, well, you're surrounded by strong, independent women. Yeah, he he turns a perceived weakness into a strength. He's very good at that. Yeah. I mean, he's growing on me. He should, he should have been a doctor. Oh, really? Imagine his bedside manner. <laughs> He's like, you're dying. But you know what? There's a flip side to this. And now Rachel, she goes in for a hug and then her earring gets caught. This was cute. Yeah. Very relatable. Oh, yeah. A producer has to come and untangle them. And Andy, randomly here of all places, you said, Joey's got a better crop of women than usual. I would be struggling. Yeah. You you really like the women this season. There's there's a good solid handful of women that I would. It's the first time you know when they're always like like oh god this is such a horrible place to be like how can I decide between all these women? Most seasons I'm like yeah, I could decide. <laughs> no offense, but no, th- I know what you mean. This season I there's like I don't know I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, like I, I've got a lot of I've got at least five that I'd be like I could see a future with. <laughs> Are you going to move to Utah? (laughs) Uh Rachel tells Joey that he reminds her of her dad, how he values women. Her dad has a gentleness to him that she sees in Joey. She tears up here. They make out. I really like Rachel. And I was a little bummed she didn't end up getting this group date. Yeah, we both thought she would get it. But in thinking she would get it, she doesn't get it because that's the way the show works. You think she thought she was going to get it? I think everyone thought she was going to get it. So they don't want to give it to her. They want to give it to someone that not everyone thinks is going to get it. Isn't that how it works? Yeah, I mean, because even last week on that group date, she won the dance, but then she didn't end up getting that group date, Rose. Right. I feel like I've had my eye on Rachel. There's two people I've had my eye on is Rachel and Kelsey T. They could be dark horses. Like I can see them suddenly pulling ahead and ending up in the final four, but there's just not enough data to go off now. And the fact that he didn't give her this group date, Rose, after that dance last week and after this particular conversation about her father, it stood out to me. I agree. And the question becomes... Is that a mechanism? Is it like, oh, it's too obvious that it's Rachel, so mm-hmm. let's take away some of these tells. It's too early for it's that, It's too early though. for that, yeah. so I agree with you. And Joey is in charge of who he gives his roses to. You know, I agree. I, this is the first power move by Joey. Not giving it to Rachel was basically saying Rachel's not making it far. And I agree with you. Okay. I felt that, too. Yeah. I thought it was almost it was almost heavy-handed. Like I was like, ooh, that's a, that's a heavy move. Yeah, I just felt after this particular conversation where she tears up, yeah. her earring gets caught on him. Oh. Everything about this one-on-one time screamed 
you are going places. Totally agree. And she doesn't get that roast. Yeah. Kelsey T now, not much to speak of with this one on one time, but Kelsey T is my best dressed of the week with this dress. Yeah, you were gushing over that. I loved this dress. So it was nude with, I think, a, a black velvet floral print on it. It had a sort of like cheap how Asian vibe to it with the high neck, the long sleeves. It was a mini. This was fabulous. Are you getting that dress? I will be doing research on it. And if I find out where it's from, I will be linking it below, but no promises. I can't guarantee anything. But I loved this dress. I would buy it in a heartbeat and I would style it exactly how she styled it. And just to to uh, validate what Charlene's saying, I have not seen her gush over a dress like this in quite some time on the show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You think, they don't, you think they need you to tell them that? Well, I just want to be part of this, 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 <laughs> this segment. I'm sorry it's, for excluding it's you. All I have to add is how vociferously you endorse the outfits. I rewound to look at this outfit again. It was by far my favorite look of the season so far. Yeah. Oh my God, maybe I should do a thing where it's like at the end of the season, it's like my favorite look of the entire season. Of course you should do that. Okay. Everyone's been asking you to do that. Well, Kelsey T's look here was so far as the one to beat. All right. All right. Now we have time with Daisy. There is some very funny Frank inviting here. Oh, we laughed over this where she's facing away from the camera and we hear her say. Like if you have any questions or anything about my cochlear implant. Hey, Charlene, what do you think about my new socks? <laughs> Yeah. Very cute moment where she asks him if he wants to touch it. And she says it's a part of her, but it makes her different. And he says, no, it makes you special. Nice. Oh, Joey. So yeah. cute. And in her ITM, Daisy says, Joey makes her feel like everything about her matters. Mm -hmm. I loved this. Yeah. He makes her feel like everything about her matters. You want to do Let that one sink in for a second. Yeah. He's good. That is what you should be basing what you're looking for in another person yes. on. Opposed to just being like, He's I really, I, I, yeah. Or like, I just really, I like you so much. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we like each other. Every yeah. time we're together, I'm just like, yeah, we really like each other. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Well, and, and I like hot. everything about you. It is a, you're missing the hot part. There's usually and you're more, super hot yes. and yeah, everything's great. Because you have to be listening and you have to take inventory of the things that yes. matter. Yeah. And then you remember those things yeah. later on. Otherwise, you're speaking in generalities. Yes. You're beautiful. You have yeah. a big heart. Yes. You care about family. Oh, yeah. Football and, and family. pizza. Frozen, Frozen pizza. pizza. <laughs> okay. okay. So Joey gives this group date rose to Caitlin. I was shocked. I just thought Lauren was going to get it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not complaining because Caitlin is my wild card. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she is your wild card. Yes. I'm very proud of myself. Very nice. <laughs> All right. This is where our word watch starts picking up, Andy. Mm. Back at the mansion, we see Sydney and Leia on a sofa. Leia is saying she doesn't want anyone to go home. Except, well, maybe. And we see a shot of Maria. I guess Leia is friends with Sydney. You know what I bet a lot of it is? Is like who's in whose room? Mm. I bet you anything Sydney's in a room with a bunch of girls who are like team Sydney. It, you know what? It sucks to be in Sydney's room because then you I, have to like Sydney. It's almost like a built-in loyalty. They're all yeah. those after hours where you're not mic'd, the cameras aren't there anymore. They're all whispering in bed yeah. together. You think anyone wants to go to sleep that night with Sydney five feet away from them being like, <laughs> oh, what'd you say about me today? <laughs> So Leia says this, you know, she's, she suggests that she would like to see Maria go home. And then Sydney like laughs evilly at this. Yeah. I have to point out, how is this not meaner than anything Maria has done? 
It's because at least Maria, you could argue like if even if you were to construe her being like, that's not old. 31 isn't old as being mean spirited or whatever. At least what you can say is that she did not mean it. Her intent wasn't to be mean. Yeah. Meanwhile, here, like they're jo- they're joking about how they wish Maria would go home. And Cindy's yeah. like, because <laughs> it's a, if, if no one's there, does a tree make noise that falls in a forest? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wow. But you get the point. Yeah. Like they're like, well, since no one's listening to us, mm-hmm. we can be bullies and mean girls. Doesn't yes. matter. It's only when people are listening. It's only when the cameras are all on the group mm-hmm. and everyone's chatting. Yeah. Well, this was hidden camera footage. Mm-hmm. So here we get Word Watch 4 and 5. Sydney says in her ITM, unfortunately, I am associated with this drama, but like I am not for drama. <laughs> Which, I mean, I already have an issue with that. We have a long way to go. But yeah. I suspect that Sydney is involved in drama a lot of the time in her real life. I think constantly. It's just a suspicion. I think when Sydney's not involved in drama, people are whispering. They're like, why is Sydney not involved in any drama? Yeah, yeah. What's going on? What's going that? on? She's yeah. tired. Yeah, she's talking about like normal she stuff. She didn't sleep well last night. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney insists she's not the mean girl. That's Maria. She has to warn Joey. Says every mean girl. Every mean girl says, I'm not the mean girl. She's the mean girl. That's true. You don't hear Maria saying mean girl at all. No. But she doesn't know what a mean girl, she's not, she doesn't have association with the mean girl concept. Yeah. She's, there's no meanness in her opinion. No, she's straightforward. Yes. You know what? There's, there's not, you know what there's, I'm going to put a layer on Sydney above and beyond all the things that I find unappetizing. The worst type of if you want to call them bullies or mean girls or whatever, the worst type of people like this are the ones who accuse someone who's just straightforward and yes. just speaks truth of being an a-hole. Yes. Like they can't even, she doesn't even have the, the understanding of what a real person is. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying a real person who's super obnoxious and ruins every party and is yeah. annoying to be around. Like some people can be a little too real. Yeah. But all Maria is, is just honest. Yes. She says what she feels, says what she thinks. And Sydney's like, that's not the way you do it. You hide everything. You mask everything. You manipulate manipulate your words mm-hmm. so that they come out in your favor and you don't ever get yes. on people's bad side by saying the thing you actually no, feel. No, it's all in code. It sounds exhausting. It is very Regina George, I have to say. Except she doesn't have Regina George's charisma. (laughs) Wow, that's a real burn. (laughs) So now it's the next day. Kelsey T says the vibes are good that day. They're in high spirits. So we can all see where this is going. Jesse arrives. I mean, we have seen this a million times. Joey is canceling the cocktail party and everyone's like, because it's a pool party. He just can't wait to see you. It turns out this pool party is sponsored by KFC. Very subtly, might I add. Oh, yeah. I didn't Really? Was it? I didn't (laughs) notice that. I thought they were just enjoying some KFC. It was a pretty heavy-handed sponsorship. I've got to say, it made me wonder how much KFC paid for this. A lot. And I'll tell you something. It must have been an enormous amount. Millions. Because This had to be millions, Because right? ABC and the Bachelor, honestly, is KFC really the thing that you need to be highlighting in your advertising campaign for the season? Is that the thing of all the things that they could be advertising? Is that really, is that a real, like, winner for your, your brand? Yeah. I don't, I don't know I don't if know I feel if, great about that. I don't know if they are that discerning. I think they probably got a very high price. Right. I think it was an extremely high price. Yes. And they got and KFC was like, we're going to have this. We're going to have the floaties. We're going to have Jesse doing the thing at the end. Yeah. We're at, at least seven people eating. You're going to show them eating. You're going to show them saying it's delicious. Like yeah. they got all the points across. 100%. And they hit the copy. Yeah. But I just don't know if this was necessary. Like why not? Maybe, maybe. 
Maybe take like $100,000 less and do something that's maybe a little better for America. For me, what I was more focused on is how all those women who helped with this ad, so a lot of them were in their ITMs with the KFC talking about how much they yeah. loved it. I don't think any of them got a cut of this and yeah. they kind of deserved it. So pretty much all the one-on-one -on -one time here is a montage leading up to Sydney talking about Maria. She has a lot of people in her camp, I've got to say, and the more I think about it, the more I think you're right, Andy, that she has surrounded herself with an entourage of people. Who, yes, women. Yes, women who are fearful. They'd rather be with her than against her. Yes. Well, you don't want Sydney as an enemy. No. She could be the reason you go home. Here we get Word Watch 6 and 7. This is Sydney talking about Maria, both of them. Notice who's the one doing all the talking about this. Mm, interesting. Sydney now has her one-on-one -on -one time. She claims after Medina mentioned the bullying thing that Maria instantly started attacking her. Attacking. Yeah. And she claims that Maria called her embarrassing, weird, and dumb. I have to point out, Maria did not say these things about Sydney. She said them about the situation. Yes. And there's a difference. And that's the classic manipulation that Sydney talks about of words. Mm -hmm. I've had this happen with me and it's always it's very people frustrating. with tendencies of narcissism mm -hmm. where you've said things, but they twist your words to make them attacks on you yes when they were generalizations about something you may have said a word about something even unrelated to the thing that's happening yeah and they'll pull that out and be like you said that yeah, word yeah it came out of your mouth yeah and then there's nothing you can do because the more what what narcissists sorry what people with these tendencies do uh -huh. is they know that once they get you in that quicksand that word quicksand that mm -hmm. accusation quicksand you're going to start struggling yes and that's the best thing to do to sink in quicksand and what's interesting about that is how medina had said she felt bullied and Maria's like, you called me a bully. And then it was like, whoa, 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 I didn't call you a bully. I said I felt bullied. To me, Maria has far more of a right to be concerned about being called a bully based on that context than Sydney does for accusing Maria of calling her embarrassing, weird, or dumb. 100%. Well, Joey is distraught in his ITM. He says he has no reason not to believe her. Here we get Word Watch 8. Rachel says tensions are high with the drama. So Joey pulls Maria aside now. He says that he heard the terms verbally abusive and hostile environment. Maria's reaction really says it all here. Mm. She is in tears just hearing this. I really felt for her. Yeah. This is something that has gotten away from her. And it's one of those situations, you know, so often we watch these shows on our sofas and we're like, oh, they're doing that wrong. Like, oh, they shouldn't have done that. I would have done this. Yes. When I see this with Maria, I'm like, I have no idea what I would have done differently. She's in an impossible situation. She says that she has been bullied herself. This is not it. Mm -hmm. And from her experience, she'd never want to treat anyone as she's been treated in the past. And you can really believe that this is true. Yes. I believe everything Maria says. And not in, I don't want it to sound like we're just automatically biased towards no. Maria. I just think that she's done absolutely nothing wrong and it's very frustrating I'm basing to watch. it on facts. It broke my heart here when she said she's not being received as well as she thought she would be there. To me, oof, this hit. Yeah. You know, I do think there are slight cultural differences between Canada and the States. Yeah. And when I was in that situation, I was the only Canadian. I was... I, I, it's not that I went in being like, oh, I'm going to be so well-received, but I was just like, wow, I'm different. Yeah. Like I had that moment and I see that happening with Maria here, but in a totally different way. I actually think she's behaving in that house totally different than I would, but not 
like in a way that I respect, like I'm like power to her. But I just do think there are slight cultural differences. If you get someone from like, where is Sydney from? I don't know. Probably Florida. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know where she's from, but I just think that you take someone from a certain corner of the States and someone from Canada, you really can get a cultural difference here. And I think where Sydney is from, she is not used to ladies being as direct as Maria is. I 100% agree. Yes. I don't know if I would look at Maria and be like, she's obviously Canadian. But I, I just think there are subtleties here, yes. and I don't think it's not cultural. I agree. It's not Canadians are not just different in that they're nice and the dollar is cheap. There's a lot more to it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Maria in her ITM says, I don't know what went on in her life for her to make me feel less than. Isn't that interesting? It's a good way of putting it. It's so funny how Sydney's like, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, she's the mean girl. Who's the one crying uh, in mm-hmm. their ITM about? feeling so shitty yeah you've never seen sydney come close to tears no, on anything she thrives she's into it her eyes are bright yeah and perky. I, we've never seen sydney come to life more than over this yeah i mean she takes bullying really well <laughs> yeah she does. she's so strong yeah getting bullied really lights a fire under her ass yeah. okay so maria tells joey if he likes sydney there's no way he could like her sydney is throwing out these accusations there's no context i love 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 what joey says here he says i should have asked more questions and i also love what maria said Mm. which is that you can't have both of us if you like sydney you can't like me yeah some people can take that as like oh that's mean but no, no, I think that was the perfect thing to say. It was a risk. Yeah. She was rolling the dice, but it was so honest. It was like, if in some universe mm. you have a real connection with Sydney, throw me off. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. And She's I, just I like, like we're that. super different. There was nothing backhanded about this. No. In my opinion. It's math. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if two plus two equals six, I don't belong here. Joey in his ITM says, if I'm being honest, how Maria was talking to me felt more real than how Sydney was talking to me. I fell a little in love with Joey here. Yeah. He's discerning. And also, just not to beat a dead horse, but I think Maria in this situation is such a difficult situation. You have so much anger, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't you feel angry if Joey sat you down and was like, well, this is, you know, this is what Sydney's been telling me. Yeah. Would it immediately, like anger would drive your response. But Maria was able to compose herself and deliver what I thought was way better than I could imagine myself ever doing anything yeah. in, in that situation ever. She handled this very well. Very well. Well, still, I think, speaking her truth you know what i mean she was still able to get her point across and i really appreciate how joey was able to say i should have asked more questions you know it takes some maturity to be like oh i did something wrong actually you're right there wasn't context she did not give examples i was really impressed here yeah me too uh so jesse does the usual Pool party cancellation. No. Oh, the usual. I people, people were relieved. No, because a lot of them didn't get time, which oh, they use yeah. as a tool. Yeah. So now the women are upset. Joey has to collect his thoughts before the rose ceremony. Of course, many women are upset. They might have already been on the chopping block. They didn't get to talk to him. And now they're forced to have a girl chat outside in that exact spot where we always see this exact conversation mm. <laughs> where producers are like, so girls... Well, how do you think today went? And here we get Sydney saying that she was attacked. (laughs) I can't can't even read that without laughing. What world do we live in where that's an attack? 
I, I don't know like how happened? Sydney was attacked here. How can that even be in any way interpreted as an attack? It says it all that she says, I'm sorry people didn't get time, but I really needed to squash this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry you all didn't get time, but I needed to do this. She's yeah. acting like she did it for everyone and she was doing something for the greater good. No, girl, this is about you and vengeance. It's all about her. Of note, there's a moment where Autumn's like, well, I really think that with the drama, we should blah, 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 like, you know, focus on what matters. And Sydney steamrolls her there. And it's like, I know I'm trying to squash it, blah, blah, blah. Like I was, blah, blah, blah. she totally steamrolls her to the point where you see Autumn completely backstep. Oh, yeah. She She's shuts scared. down. She's scared. She's scared. I would be too. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to be her next target. The thing is, like, sometimes I think we have controversial opinions. I feel like this is so everybody's <laughs> opinion that yeah. I don't even know if we have to be at this point. <laughs> Like, does anyone disagree with us? Does any, is anyone in Sydney's camp? To the point where we have to address the raisin thing. Oh, because oh, I, okay. Because we feel bad for maligning I, people who like raisins I, and cookies and pastries. No, and, it, it was really me. You don't have to join in this apology. Well, it was no, me. it's not that I don't feel bad about maligning them in general. I feel yeah, yeah, bad no, about saying it's a bad choice for pastry, but it does not equate to being in Sydney's camp. Exactly. That I, was where we yeah, went too far. Yeah, I went too far. I apologize to all those raisin lovers. I don't know if you're making the best choice with your pastries, yeah, yeah. but I respect that's, it. You know, that's subjective. However, to associate people who like raisins with Possibly being Team Sydney, what were we thinking? Terrible. And by the way, I love chocolate-covered raisins. One oh. of my favorite snacks. Glossettes. Oh, amazing. Oh, is that, is that, that that's Canadian? That's Canadian. Raisinets is U.S., okay. but well, they're both great. Glossettes. Glossettes though. are better because they use better chocolate. Yes. Anyway, that's a secret, by the way. Canadians use better chocolate in their chocolate bars. <laughs> it's just, better. It is better. It's way better. This is a really Canadian episode today. Yeah, well, we're in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Canada. <laughs> I was really excited to hear the next line, Andy. <laughs> but back to the raisin thing. More importantly, I would say being in Sydney's camp is tantamount to ketchup on stick. Oh. Yeah. Ketchup on hot dogs? A lot of people put ketchup on hot dogs. Really? Yeah. Over the age of like 10? Yeah. Really? Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What do you put on a hot dog? I don't eat hot dogs, but if I did, <laughs> it would be spicy mustard like a human being. Okay. The highlight for me of this poolside chat is Maria saying that when she spoke with Joey, he was really confused. And so is she. And Sydney jumps in to say, this is where we have manipulation, guys. Oh, this and oh. this is the coup de grace. Yes. This is it. The cherry on top. What about that was manipulation? Basically, if anyone defends themselves or shares their side of the story, then apparently they're manipulating. This is classic. It's just whatever I do, I say you do. Yes. What is Sydney doing from beginning to end? This is all a grand manipulation. Yes. So what does she accuse Maria of? Of course, manipulation. Yes. Here we have Word Watch 9 with Edwina saying, I don't know why these girls are wasting their time with drama. And then heading into the rose ceremony, Word Watch 10 and 11, Leia saying there's been a lot of drama and Allison saying all the drama between Maria and Sydney. And now we have a rose ceremony during which we get Word Watch 12 with Sydney saying, let's get the drama out of here. And finally, going home at this rose ceremony. No surprises here, although I was sad to see Evelyn go home. Yeah. Evelyn, star and Krissa go home. And now we get Word Watch 13, Maria saying, I'm ready to move forward and leave the drama behind. What a stark contrast to Sydney's ITM here, where she says next week she's going to put her energy where it matters, 
And you think that that means it's going to be oh, we know somewhere where, good. We know what that's going to mean. She says she's not going to let the mean girl win. She's the only one who's not afraid of her. She's It's amazing. She's like put the armor on. She thinks she's defending everyone. No one else is fighting this battle. The irony here, the, this is the true irony. She's saying she's the hero in this. The true irony of her statement is, is that not only is she not a hero, but she is the best villain I've seen in a while. <laughs> She's a delicious villain. Yeah. She's very dislikable. You want her to fail with passion. Mm -hmm. And you want the person that she wants to fail to win with passion. It's funny how, you know, with the with the Medina thing, she was like, oh, well, I'm loyal. It's all about her loyalty. She's such a good friend. It's all about her here, too. All about she, Sydney. She's like, I'm the only one who's not afraid of her. What is it like to live in that world? It's the Sydney show. And if you don't buy into the Sydney show, get out. Well, yeah, you're the enemy. You're either with me or you're against she's me. She's one of those. Yes. She's also one of those people where I think if you don't side with her in, let's say, like a friend triangle, do you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say the two friends are fighting the and then there's a third friend yeah. and the third friend just wants to be Switzerland. She would have an issue with that yeah. friend. It's as either well. you are loyal till the end uh-huh. or you are my enemy. Yes. Okay. So now we get a preview where they go to Malta. There is one drama here, but it doesn't count because it's a preview. And now we get credits of Jesse showing his acting chops. Oh yeah. Jesse's getting better. He, he nailed this one. KFC was like, yeah. I mean, Jesse's always good. Oh, you mean compared to his Bigfoot one? The Bigfoot was a little weak, but he's he's gotten better. And I'm telling you, this was KFC management was watching this and they were like, we got it. I mean, this was as well done as I can imagine, but I was a little distracted thinking about how much he got paid for this. Uh, I mean... You thought it was built into his contract. It's probably built in or he gets paid. Honestly, either way, he earned it. I'll give it to him. Oh, he 100% earned yeah. this. Yeah. And it was like they saved the absurdity of saying it's the final rose yeah. for a moment where they could cash in. Yes. <laughs> Everyone made money. And don't make fun of that unless you can make money making fun of it. Yes. Okay, Andy, that brings us to your A game. Who is your winner? Easy. Maria. She handled extreme bachelor adversity mm-hmm. with a plum. Okay. You say a plum? I say a plum. A plum? A plum. A plum? Oh, I always thought it was pronounced like a plum. Oh, I thought it was a plum. It's spelled like a plum. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Maria, Maria. Yeah. But she was just. Maria. She Sorry. handled adversity with a plum. <laughs> okay. I was so impressed because. The first thing you'd feel is anger and helplessness. Mm -hmm. And retaliation. That's what I'm saying. Anger breeds retaliation. Mm -hmm. You want to go after it. You want to just be like, no, no, you're wrong. You suck. That's what Sydney does. Sydney retaliates. You challenge me, I am going to try to get you kicked off the show. Maria's not trying to do that to Sydney. No, she just helps. She's like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I don't understand. I don't know how to respond to this, but this is so foreign to me. I think that is key. Who is vengeful? Who is trying to get the the other person kicked off this once in a lifetime experience as a way of getting vengeance and maria's the mean girl no it, it's it's so clear and when she sat down with joey she couldn't have handled that situation any better and for that she gets a game okay and now our word watch andy there were 13 dramas and how many correct guesses 
four. Ooh, this is exciting. Our winner of $230 in One Skin products. I have been using it for the last week. I'm enjoying yeah, it immensely. Radiant. And this is fancy stuff. This is a good prize. Our winner is Katie Kislauskis. Congratulations. You are the winner of some One Skin products. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. Andy, what is the word for next week? The word for next week is manipulative. Ooh, okay. It's just manipulative. Not manipulation. Okay. Manipulative. Not manipulate. No. Just manipulative. There's always just one word. Okay. It's manipulative. Okay. So if you would like to join in the Shandy Word Watch Fund and have a chance to win a very exciting prize, we have a new prize this week, you can guess the number of times you predict the word manipulative will be uttered. And we're going to do this with both episodes, episodes four and five. Yeah, there's two episodes. It's going to be one word watch for the whole thing. Okay, so episodes four and five combined, manipulative. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw and one name will be plucked and that person will win. $200 to spend at Cozy Earth. You guys know they're one of our all-time favorite sponsors. Andy is always wearing their lounge pants. Our bed is covered in their delicious sheets. Our pillows are covered in their delicious... The water on our bodies is wiped off with their delicious <laughs> towels. We sometimes swaddle ourselves in their delicious cuddle blanket. It's delicious. Yeah, Delicious stuff. is a good word. Yeah. I want to eat Cozy Earth. Me too. And you too can eat Cozy Earth if you guess correctly and maybe win. (laughs) You know what Cozy Earth isn't good with? What? Raisins. (laughs) We're going to let the raisins go. People are very upset about the raisins. My sister texted me. Oh. She and her boyfriend were offended. They're like, we love raisins. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I feel terrible about that. I don't really feel that bad. Yeah, neither do I. Oh, so yes. Put in your guesses by this Friday at midnight. I just want to emphasize this is both episodes combined. Yes. Oh, and before we move on from Word Watch, we have a new rule that we were told by other people that we needed to do. We're really bad at promoting ourselves and implementing these rules. But in order to win Word Watch... From this moment moving forward, you must be subscribed to this channel on YouTube, Dear Shandy, and you must be following us on Instagram at Dear Shandy. I don't think that's asking too much. You know, any giveaway online does this. And so, yes, that's the new rule moving forward. We've never done this in the years we've been giving away free stuff. It starts now. And if anyone has a degree in marketing, uh, we would welcome (laughs) your input. All right, Andy, that brings us to our predictions. Who is in your top spot? I'm going to resist the temptation of Kelsey. Okay. And I'm going to stick with Daisy. Okay. I have Kelsey A still in my top spot. That has yeah, not changed. Who that. do you have in your second spot? Kelsey. Okay. I have put Jen in that spot. Mm, yes. I don't disagree with I that. I bought that chemistry. Yeah. I was into it. I really like her. Who do you have in your third spot? I'm sticking with Lexi. Okay. Lexi has not moved from my third spot. And who do you have in fourth? I got to stick with Maria. It's actually the same exact four I had last yeah, week. Yeah, it is. But... She was fighting for her life, and I thought she fought bravely, and I and I just got to give it to her, although I was thinking Jen a little bit. Okay. I'm sticking with Maria. Okay. I have Daisy in my fourth spot. I don't really know why I have it in fourth. I just, I really am banking on Lexi pulling ahead. Mm. I think that she's going to have a one-on-one that sort of blows other people out of the water. And I just thought Jen, really, wow, what a date. Yeah, it's a good date. Mm-hmm. But I still, agree. Kelsey A. Kelsey A, why is she not getting a lot of screen time? Mm-hmm. Every time he sees her, he's like, oh, this is like, I mean, this is amazing. He really praises her a lot. Like, yeah. There's a lot of encouragement. He, the fact that she got that group date, Rose. And he seems a little like 
almost shy around here. I agree. Like it's very hard to to ruffle his feathers, mm -hmm. but around Kelsey A, he's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> he's like a little schoolboy with yeah. her. All right, that is a wrap, Andy, for this recap. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye bye. Um, is there anything you want to bring up in housekeeping other than the fact? Yeah, I'm gonna bring up the fact that fucking I know who sings when a man loves a woman. Okay. <laughs>